electric. Wanna laugh at how I got my ass caught up with this bad bitch? Thinking I had her, but she had me in the long run. It's just my luck, I'm stuck with fucking with the wrong one. Why the sentence based on lies we live in? Scandalous times, it's games like. Hey y'all, welcome to the 17th episode of Avocado and Honey. It's your girl, Smangie, and today we have the lovely Jordan here with us. Hi. How, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Yo, we are, I know, I probably have like a crazy story about where we're recording every time, but um, this time around we're chilling in Whole Foods trying to make this interview happen, so mm. shout out to Jordan for being such a trooper. Of course, of course. <laughs> but she's here because she has a dope-ass podcast called Dating in New York City, or NYC, and I thought it was genius when you started it, because I was just like, it deserves a podcast, it deserves a book, it deserves everything, because dating in NYC is like no other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, where are you from? I'm from here, I'm from Harlem. Oh, you from Harlem, born yeah. and raised? Yeah. Oh, cause so you well, said- I was born in Detroit, but like I've been here since I was eight. Oh, okay. So I always feel like you're from wherever you went to high school at. So I feel that way too. That's where I'm from. Okay. Yeah. And what made you want to start the podcast on Dating NYC? Um, it started as a series on my blog. And um, just basically after college, I really started dating in New York because I went away for school. Mm. I went to uh, Morgan State in Baltimore. Nice. And that's when I really started dating. So then um, I graduated about two years ago, and that's when I came back and started dating here. And I was like, oh, well, this is my first time. It's an eye-opening experience. And then I just kept running into the same guy in different bodies. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so maybe it's me. And so, like, I would just tweet out little things and be like, so I ran into a guy today and he ran away with me. He ran away from me with his girlfriend, even though I met him and he was quote unquote single. Right. And then like people would tweet me back and be like yeah that's the regular thing and then I was like okay so it's not just me you know so then I started interviewing um women about their experiences and then from there I interviewed guys and I was like okay we were both very confused about what dating actually is and whatnot so I took it from there from my blog to a podcast somebody just recommended that I should start doing a podcast and it was born Okay, so um, you said that um, a couple people don't know what dating is. So what is dating to you? Dating to me is the act of going on dates. <laughs> that's, that's just as simple and as basic as it can be. Because once you start putting your other inputs into it mm-hmm. or ideas and details into it, that's when everybody gets confused and that's where we're at now. Yeah. Everybody thinks dating is talking or talking is entertaining or entertaining is we're both seeing other people, but seeing other people doesn't mean we're dating. And it's just oh it's so complicated. So dating is the act of going on dates. If you are taking me out, I am dating you and we are on a date. All right. Yes. I like that definition. <laughs> Do you remember your first date? My first date? Oh, yeah. I remember my first date ever? Yeah. My first date ever? Like was, as an adult? Yeah, my first date ever was as an adult. I was in college. So it was like my freshman year. Mm-hmm. And this guy, like, we really just got out of a situationship thing. Mm-hmm. So he took me to a Lupe fiasco um, album signing. That's a dope first date. Yeah, and then we went to get ice cream and we were just talking. We talked like uh, near the harbor. In Baltimore, there's like tons of open water downtown. Mm-hmm. So we just ate ice cream and talked about our lives near the harbor and stuff. And it was really nice. And like that's, I always will remember that day. Yeah. Yeah, because it was just super random. It was like we had class together and he was like, hey, do you like Lupe Fiasco? And I'm like, duh. And then <laughs> from there, that's just how. 
things I love off. dates like those. I don't think I I've do ever too. had one, actually. A real date? Not like that. Like that. Uh, I like shit like that. Like the dates I've had. It was I like, like dates that are like, I don't have to plan. That you're not asking me a million times. Right. Oh, so what do you want to do? What do you, you want to do? No. You ask me on a date. That's like, what where I'm are saying. we going? Like, if I ever ask somebody out on a date, I already have an idea as to what I want to do and what I want to eat. Exactly. I just really want your company. Right. But so I like those like, like impromptu dates. Like I like those. I haven't been on an impromptu date in a minute. So... Dating back in the day, I mean, obviously we weren't born, but Mm -hmm. we hear about how different it is from today. And we see in the movies and everything how different things was back in the day as well. I brought that up because my friend asked me a question a long time ago. That was a couple weeks ago. And it really hurt my heart because um, I have never done it or never, um, it's never been, never happened to me. I make it sound so dramatic, what but it's so it? fucking I'm simple. I'm like, oh my God, because maybe me too. <laughs> no, it's writing a letter. Like, um, she asked me, has anyone ever written me a love letter? Or have I ever written a love letter? And you haven't? No. I mean, I received a love letter when I was, like, in fourth grade. Mm -hmm. But I'm not counting that one because it was fourth grade. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm talking about, like, as an adult or even just, like, Uh, like 18 from now. So have you ever written a love letter or have you ever received one? a love letter to to the man I haven't met yet. Oh, okay. So kind of like a... It's kind of like a manifesting... Yeah your man in a way because like I was talking to somebody I was like I really miss having butterflies mm-hmm. and like that's what I miss the most like I can go on dates consistently and just feel nothing I feel like a lot of times we just go out with people because they're feeling this temporary void of or like hungry. loneliness <laughs> yeah or hungry <laughs> and so it's like I just miss having butterflies like I miss being excited to see somebody and my friend was like why don't you write him a letter and I was like okay Cool. So I did that, and it's like this long, drawn-out letter. That's dope. Yeah. But what do you do after you write the letter? Well, my friend is, like, really deep into that thing. So she was, like, just fold it up and buy a plant and put it into the plant. Mm-hmm. And so as you water it and it grows, so does your manifestations. But I just keep it in my journal. Okay. And, you know, I add to it when I, when I need to. Sometimes I write multiple letters to this guy or whatever. Outside of manifesting... That's really um, cool, though. I've never heard of that. Me either. I was like, she was like, yeah, girl, it's magic. Just do it. And I'm like. Yeah, I'm about to write a love letter tonight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but outside of that, I've had, I dated a lot of pseudo rappers or like rappers. So it's like they they will write love letters to me in their songs. Yeah. So like I'll listen to the song just so I can hear like a couple verses about me or some shit. And I'm mm-hmm. like. Okay. <laughs> so, so that counts as a love letter? To me, yeah. Because oh, they, they, they did yeah, write it. They, you know. Yeah. Well, um, I moved to New York. I'm from L.A. I moved here two years ago. And I said this on the Dope Ass Podcast. Shout out to everyone at the Dope Ass Podcast. Mm-hmm. And thank you for having me. When I moved here two years ago, um, I didn't know anyone. So I went online, Googled how to meet people in New York City. And the thing that came up, the number one thing that came up was Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> So me and my naive new to New York City ass was like, download Tinder. And I got on Tinder. And you know what? It was good, actually, when I first downloaded it. In the beginning, like, it was really good. Mm. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't good, but it was better than what it is mm. now. Because I got back on recently, and I was, God bless. Holy shit. I should, see, I should show you this. Um, I just got a nice little message last night, actually, on oh, Tinder. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Let me pull it. Where's my phone? I only brought that up to talk about online dating. So have you, I've, I've heard on your podcast you did yeah. use. So I've, I've been on every fucking app. Because, like, right after, um, probably the beginning of 2016, 
I really like took Rihanna's needed me to heart. <laughs> so I was like, fuck these niggas. I'm going to go. I'm going to get on every fucking app and I'm just going to go. And I was really like heartbroken and shit too. So I've been on every single app. It's fucking horrific. And what was your favorite app? My favorite app? Or site, or site. Because they're all jokes to me, my favorite app would be, uh, favorite app has to be Tinder. Tinder is like a huge joke. Like just last week, like I deleted <laughs> it off my phone and then I was like, oh, it's 2 a.m. and I'm bored. Exactly. I want some conversation. <laughs> so I downloaded Tinder again and I saw, you can see all the messages you weren't mm-hmm. when you were off. And this guy messaged me. He called me a racist because I haven't gone to see him or responded to any of his messages. And, and he wasn't black, I'm assuming. No, he's white. And he said, I'm going to call you Jordan Trump from now on because if I was black, you would have been at my house two months ago. And I was like, (laughs) and like, I had never responded to his messages beforehand. So I just looked and I was like, okay, so are you doing this because you're bored or like, do you get someplace with this? Like, what are you doing? He's probably a racist. And he was like, no, you know what? I love him with my heart, never with my mind. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to unmatch you and I'm going to spam you and I'm going to report you because I don't have time for this shit. Does that really work when you do that on Tinder? Yeah, I think so. Because like sometimes when you unmatch people, they pop back up. Mm-hmm. So like if you unmatching like report them and whatnot, it doesn't pop back up again. Oh, okay. but yeah, like Tinder's my favorite. There's a lot of catfishes, a lot of short men, a lot of short. You men. know, that's another thing too that my I thought was funny on god. Tinder. Oh my god! I was wondering. I was like, why does every guy have their height my in their bio? God, yes, but it's so important. Like and I didn't realize that. I'm just like, oh my god! Like I just found out I was tall like not too long ago. Like my whole <laughs> life, I thought it was five seven. Then I went to the doctor, and she was like, yeah, you're like five nine and a half. And I was like, yes. And so like every guy like I've been seeing on Tinder has their height in their bio, and if it's like five eight i'm like nah i can't do that i'm tall now (laughs) swipe left i can't that's so funny that you say that because my very first tinder date was Mm -hmm. with a guy um i didn't think anything of the height thing Mm because you know again this is my first time on a dating site and in new york city so i was just like all right let's meet up Mm -hmm. not like that we had a nice conversation before but Mm -hmm. he turned out to be a little shorter than me um i'm five three he was probably about the same height god bless if he was probably like five four i'm playing him a little but that's still kind of that's short but to me it wasn't that huge of a deal just because i'm already short but for him (sighs) yo he kept mentioning it the entire day like i'm just like yo do you have a problem with your height because yeah what's what's going on here that's the thing i feel like short men have the napoleon complex and they feel like they need to overcompensate in other ways probably yeah like i know a lot of short guys and like just last last weekend like I started talking to this guy on Tinder and like the conversation was just flowing I was Mm -hmm. like wow maybe this is the one I'm actually gonna take off of Tinder and like hang out with him and like something was like I'm a good investigator so I was just (laughs) I was like so where do you work where did you go to school and he was telling me all this stuff and like I went to look him up on Instagram Mm -hmm. he only had like face pics on tinders okay so like I looked him up on Instagram and there were only like selfies and I was like nah something's not right and so I looked in the tag pictures outside of the fact that he knows somebody that I know through ways He's like 5'4". He was like 5'4", 
and like super skinny and i'm like yeah no and i just felt so bad like he just kept <laughs> talking to me and i had to i couldn't do it like my mom is tall my mom is like six feet and my dad is six two so mm. it's like i can't i can't bring any yeah. more short men home like anymore i can't <laughs> no all of my exes have been like my high and down and i'm like i don't know if your moms were just not drinking milk or like not enough <laughs> vegetables but like i can't live this life anymore when was the last uh date that you've been on that you met with the guy in person rather than online so when was the last time you went on a date with someone you met in person yikes yikes um damn that would have to be august 2016 yeah yeah august 2016 it was like it was just one of, it was an impromptu date it was like hey let's hang out we went out to um eat at one of these like instagram trendy restaurants in the LES. then we went like sneaker shopping and then walked around and talked and um that was it which do you prefer like meeting someone online or meeting someone in person? i prefer to meet somebody in person the only person that i've actually like met from online that i've hung out with was somebody I met on Soul Swipe, and it's like we never meant to meet in person. Mm-hmm. It was just always, oh, we're at the same events, or oh, we're at the same show, mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, so we might as well just kick it in person because we obviously have the same things in common. You're not weird, mm-hmm. so let's hang out. But like, I prefer to meet people in person. Yeah, yeah. Like for me, I like both, mm-hmm. but I, what I like about online dating is the fact that you're choosing. But then it's just like there's so much catfish that you don't know yeah, what the fuck you're like, choosing. So but it's like, I don't know. No, no, no. I know exactly what you mean because the thing about online is I can be whoever I want to be. So I can read your bio and see that you're vegan and you like stay MF Doom or some something. Mm-hmm. And I could be like, wow, okay, so I like this girl. This is who I want. I can pretend to be that for you. Yeah. Everything is a Google search away. You're right. So it's like I can be whoever you want to be online. But if I meet you in person, I see how you interact with other people, uh-huh. strangers. Body language. Body language is a big deal. Right. I can see if you're awkward or not because I'm awkward. So if you're awkward and I'm awkward, that works. I can see if you're rude. So, like, I just prefer to meet people in person. Yo, now, now I have, like, a different perspective on that because I never even thought of that. Like, you changing who you are just so you can get the draws yeah Yo, yeah a shit ton because i guess i have a really good bio on tinder and like, i don't even have a bio i do <laughs> i'm like yeah whatever just a simple bio and like a lot of guys will be like oh yeah i like that too and then they'll like try to quiz me on it to see <laughs> if i know what i'm talking about when in reality they don't know what they're talking <laughs> they about they got their google yeah up. Oh, my goodness. Why do you think dating... What do you think is the problem with dating in New York City? Or do you think there is a problem? No, there's a problem. Um, I think that the problem with dating in New York City is everybody has this air of I'm somebody. So when I first got here from Baltimore, and when I got back from Baltimore, I was started to go out to a lot of events. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was always out, and I was always meeting different people. And they'll be like, yeah, you know, I'm a rapper, singer, producer. You know, I have a podcast. I do this, I do that. And I'm like, okay, cool. You're telling me that you're important. Mm-hmm. Good for you. But, like, I don't need this. Like, how you do you... that's just, like, dating guys in the industry... Or do no, you think that works like, for, like, all guys? Is that the same? It's all guys because, like, a lot of – it's not even all guys. It's all people. Like, there's this false sense of I need to pretend to be somebody that I'm not to get you instead of, okay, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I bring to the table. These are mm-hmm. my intentions. And people feel the need to 
jazz up who they are in order to meet somebody. And so it's like, that's what I meant when I said I would meet the same guy in different bodies. Because it's like, okay, you're telling me you do this and that. But like, if I Google you, you don't. So like, I met a lot of guys who were like, yeah, you know, I work for Rock Nation. And they would have on the Rock Nation hat that you can buy anywhere, right? And I would like look them up. Because like, I work in like hip hop and media. So I'm like, okay, I'm looking you up. You're not on there. (laughs) So like, who are you lying to? Like, Like, why? why Exactly. Why do you feel the need to be this way? And then there's a huge disconnect between men and women, which is something I picked up um, when I started interviewing people. Like, just our our expectations and our expectations in how we uh, speak about our intentions. Mm -hmm. That's completely off. So it's like I've noticed that men, like, if their intention is to just have something surface level and sex, the way they'll go about it is completely different than a woman will. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is where things get fucked up. Because it's like, if you just say, hey, I really enjoy your space and your energy, and I'm not looking for anything serious. Right. That's a great way to say it. I feel like women are usually more upfront about it when it comes to that. But then women are usually the ones who catch feelings, too, usually. Usually. I'm not saying all the time, but. But I just think that, like, if you're upfront with your intentions to begin with, there will be less of a rift. Right. Because you can say, like, I am not looking for anything serious. You know what it was when you signed right. up. Right. <laughs> Instead of, oh, I've been taking you out on 13 dates. I've been holding your hand in public and kissing you, but I don't want you to be my girlfriend. But that's the thing, that's, though, that's too. That's how it's it a mix up. of both of that, too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a huge disconnect. Because you can say, hey, I just, right. I'm just looking for sex. And I don't want anything serious. I like your friendship. And that can be that. And we could be cool with that Mm -hmm. but it's when you don't say your intentions that that things get misconstrued and cloudy and it's like well i thought because your action said this Mm -hmm. that it was this kind of way and it's not so i just think we need to work on communication and uh being ourselves right that's the huge thing i think another problem too um with dating in new york city is Mm -hmm. that there's too many down people Yes. So it's just like, oh, so you're not going to do that? Well, let me get on Tinder or let me go ahead and call up her. Like, there's always, you, yep. you're replaceable, basically. Mm-hmm. It seems that way out here just because there are so many people. And there's more women than there are yep. men. So. I've noticed that, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can go to, that's why I just, like, stopped going out. Because, like, after, when I was on my shit, on my quote-unquote <laughs> savage shit, like, I would just go out all the time and it would be the same spout of men all the time. And I'm like, there's always different women. But it's always the same dudes all the time. It's like it's five like, different types. Yeah, and like you can get any kind of woman you want in New York City. If you want a Tumblr type, there's a shit ton of Yo, those. Legit. The Instagram type is here. You want somebody who's down to earth and listens to Solange. That's the stereotype. nine to five. Yeah, any kind of woman you want is in New York City. But for women dating, it's not. It's like the pickings are real slim. Mm-hmm. Or it's like I have to really open myself up and hope that what I'm looking for is actually in in New York City. Right. Yeah. And that's the the thing that's kind of frustrating the most because it's like, am I wasting my time? Mm -hmm. Like, I've never dated anybody from New York. I've been on dates with guys from New York and entertained guys (laughs) from Brooklyn or whatever. But, like, I've never dated anybody from New York. Okay, so street harassment is crazy out here. Oh, yes. So, yes. Yeah. So I know when when guys usually approach me on the street, I usually like got the don't fuck with me face. I'm mm-hmm. not in the mood or just complete ignore. And I'm not I'm really a friendly person. 
But so so that's kind of out of my character to do that. But you kind of have to do that out here in New York City. So would you, if someone, a guy came up and approached you the correct way, they didn't say no, hey, ma, no, ch -ch. <laughs> shout out to L.A. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what they be doing out there. The Hispanic, they H, H, Oh, I would have kept walking. I'd be like, what the fuck is that? H, H. But um, so if someone approached you like, you mm -hmm. know, appropriately and everything like would you would you give them the time of day? See, that's hard for me. And I've I've gotten that question a lot. But like I've probably been street harassed since I've hit puberty. So right. it's not really since 12. So it's always been in my head to just ignore mm -hmm. like a lot of women now when we leave the house without headphones it fucking sucks because we can't Horrible. make it down the block without somebody saying something really nasty right. or whatever so my guard is already up the minute i hit the streets mm -hmm. so it's like i've probably blocked my blessing by like not talking <laughs> to somebody out in the street but it's like i don't know every time i leave my house i'm going somewhere right so like if you are approaching me on the street you're stopping me from where i have to go exactly and then that's where if my guard was already, already at an eight, now I'm at a ten because you're stopping me. <laughs> so, like, I really don't know, and I feel so bad because I'm like, you know, maybe I should loosen up. Maybe I should smile in the street. And the minute I smile in the street, somebody's mm. like, "Hey, girl, you dropped something." My heart. Like, I got that twice last week, and I'm like, no, this is why I stay with a bitch face with my music way <laughs> the fuck up. If I don't know. What about like at, at events? It's a different story, though. At right? events, it's different because you're all there for Work. one reason. You're there for the event. You're the, it's like a social event. Mm -hmm. So it's, for you to not be social at a social event is corny. Right. Right. So it's like at a social event, I'm like, okay, cool. We can we can converse. We can speak. But like the thing is, a lot of people think about shooting their shot, but they don't think about the follow up. Right. So you could walk up to me and be like, hey, you know, I dig your pen. Or I really fuck with your earrings. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks, cool. And then I, I follow up, your follow up. But you didn't think of the second question. Mm. Or you didn't think of where you were going to go from that. So now we're just both looking at each other like, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey. And I'm awkward as fuck. So I'll make a smile and then I'll walk away. <laughs> so it's like, it's weird. But I would rather be approached like in a open setting or like an event or something rather than on the street right yeah and um another thing that's interesting about new york city is that um long distance is a real thing and real di mm -hmm. all right long distance in new york city is not long distance elsewhere Shit. like if you like how you live in harlem and i live in brooklyn like that's fucking long distance right there i wouldn't even call that long distance because i like to travel so See, i don't have a problem then. as long as i have an unlimited metro card that's i can I go anywhere <laughs> so like i don't mind <laughs> but like I know like I bagged this guy and it was my first time like going out of my way and like shooting my shot at a guy. He lived in Jamaica, Queens and I live in Harlem mm -hmm. and that's far. That's a mission. That is far. And like we had so many things in common but we never linked up because he lived all the way in Queens. And I was like, yeah, that's a long distance relationship. Am I really about to do two hours on the MTA train? You got to do dude? Like four because you got to get back home. Yep. Yep. And, and we just never did anything. We never like hung out or anything. Now that's long distance. But I've only done long distance relationships ever. Really? Yeah. All my boyfriends have been from um, Jersey or like. Any guy I've been seeing has been like from either from Jersey or DC. Oh, okay. yeah, because I went to school in Maryland, so it's like people from New York and Jersey went down to get away from New York and Jersey, and then like DC, Maryland, Virginia, a lot of people went to well, school over there. Well, uh, since the like relationship or 
the dating, the guy you were dating in Queens didn't work out because he was in Queens. Like, how did it work with the people in, like, D.C. and stuff? Uh, the D.C. guy ended up moving Here? to New York. Yeah. He ended up moving to New York, and he moved to Harlem. So it was, like, really a $7 cab for me. So it's like, okay, cool. I'll be, I'm on my way. Okay, I'll see you in 15 minutes. But, like, what, with the men I dated from Jersey. Jersey's uh, not that bad, though, from Harlem, right? No, 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 no. Because I dated a guy from Trenton. Trenton is, like, deep. <laughs> so it's like I'm sitting on the train for two hours. I'm almost close to Philly deep. Oh, okay. So it's like. Dang, that's, like, two hours. Yeah, yeah. that's two hours. Yeah. I'm like, said, yeah. God damn. Like, I want to spend time with you, but Jesus. But, like, you really have to just make things work. Mm-hmm. If you don't want it to work, it definitely won't. That's the thing. Yeah, you got to be really into Communication that Communication is huge for long-distance relationships. And, and then, I'll never do a long-distance relationship again. You wouldn't? <laughs> never. Really? All of my relationships have been long distance. But, like, so you don't enjoy long distance relationships. Like, what's what about them that you don't like? Is it the <gasps> not seeing them as often as you like? Yeah, because I'm a very, like, um, I guess I'm a very physical person. So, mm. like, I always want to see you. I always want to hug you. I always want to touch you, whatever. So, I can't do that when you're two hours away. Right. Or, like, the feeling loses itself when I have to sit on a bus next to somebody who has an attitude and is giving me their attitude <laughs> on the bus. Hours. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, yeah, no, I don't I don't think I'll ever do that again. I mean, mm-hmm. I dated someone. Um, we weren't in a relationship, but it was definitely dating. He mm-hmm. was in Philly, and I was out here. And I actually... I kind of like that, like, cause it was just like I had enough time to focus on me, cause like I'm like I'm like you, like mm-hmm. if I'm if my the person I'm dating is nearby, like close, like I'm probably gonna spend most of my free time with them, but it's just like I'm on a mission and mm-hmm. I gotta stay focused on what I need to do and shit. So that's why I thought, like, yeah, I'm always good at balancing my time though. Yeah, like I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've always lived by like I'm I will make time for things that I want to make time for. Right. So like it's never been like oh well I'm all up underneath somebody. It's like okay well I have to do this for my blog I have to do this for work I have to do this I have to do that I have free time from 10 to 2 I could come see you then and then get back on my shit or like if so I'm on the structure. bus like yeah if I'm on the bus then I can write in my journal about what I'm gonna do or what I wanna plan out for the week like I'm like that I will make time yeah that's but a lot like, of people don't make time and yeah. that's why I'll make too much time like, that's what it is oh yeah and then I like neglect everything else that I need to be focusing on mm-hmm. as well so that's why I, I kind of dig. That was my first time ever doing anything long distance. So, but I kind of dig it. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of want to talk about sugar daddies because <laughs> I learned about all that um, with being out here because uh-huh. it's fucking struggle city out here. Yeah. And a lot of, not a lot of my friends, but a few of my friends actually put me up on game. Mine too. Yo, I want one. Yeah. I was in the Apple store, right? With uh-huh. my friend broke as fuck. And we was just like window shopping or something. And she was just like, this is how I found out about sugar daddies. She was like, you think I should buy this laptop? It was like 2000 at least. Right. And I'm just like, if you when? got it. Like, when? Like, she was like, right now. Like, yeah. And I'm just like, and I had to ask her. I'm just like, yo, uh, what the fuck? How can you just buy? Because you broke like me. Like, not broke like me, but we were like right. in the same situation. So it's just like, how could you just drop two Gs like this? Mm-hmm. And she broke it down for me. And I'm just like, teach me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish. Like, I wish I could have a sugar daddy and not give sugar. Like, right. Because like, that's the thing. Like, if I don't, that's why I hate going out on dates just for food. Like, I rarely do that because I can't control my face. So if, like, I don't <laughs> like you or if you're saying something that's, like, really fucked up. 
up and misogynist or just wrong, my face is going to change. Uh-huh. So it's like I can't I can't fake the funk. I'm a bad liar. And that's probably why I haven't had a sugar daddy because I'm just going <laughs> to look at you like you're crazy if you say anything I don't fuck with. <laughs> my God. Have I you ever – have you – yo, it would make life so much easier. It if wouldn't it? Have a sugar, basically just like – like me and like 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 me for my jokes. Yeah, you know I'm funny. I'm charming as Yo, fuck. Right. So I'm like all day we could talk. Yeah. And just like you know, drop a couple G's in the account, but <laughs> pay a bill. <laughs> you know, my nails are expensive. Right. And that's my favorite thing to do. So you know, if you just pay for that, you know that would be dope. But I've been on SugarBabies.com before. Okay. I don't. Mm, I don't even remember the site I was on. Mm-hmm. But I like signed up. Like I keep signing up actually because I can never. Because I'm just like. One, I'm not, I, I just, can't, it's not for me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'll sign up and I'm just like, fuck it. Leo, life's hard. I'm about to just, wow, I'm out here fucking for free. Yes. Going through yes. all this. Like, you know, going through yes. all the, emo- like, emotions probably everybody go through when they sign up for a sugar daddy Yep, account. and then the time comes and somebody hits you, you get in the inbox. Yeah. And then you're <laughs> like, I don't know if I want to do I'm gonna this. I'm going to just get some extra hours. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> I've been watching Law & Order at SVU my whole life. I don't know if I want to link up with you and be dead. Like, I don't know. But I heard of um, a, a ton of successful stories. Really? With yeah, sugar my daddies. friend has done it once, and she was like, "This guy was dying, and he just wanted to go on a date with a pretty girl, and he gave me four hundred bucks to give him company." And I was like, "Yes, sis, <laughs> I might do it." And I think I signed up for Sugar Babies that day, but then I got a lot of creeps in my yeah, inbox. It was like be rare to get that. So, one. um. Are you looking for a sexual relationship with an older white male? And I'm like, and that's another thing too. No. Like on these sites, like Sugar Daddies and like Tinder and all these mm-hmm. other dating sites, it's like a whole like fetishizing after black women. And you, and you kind of yeah. covered that in one of your episodes. Yeah, I, believe. I hate that. I hate that. I think that's what's kept me from dating outside of my race because it's like there's certain things you don't have to explain when you're dating a man of color, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like I change my hair a lot. Today is straight and 20 inches. Tomorrow I might take this <laughs> shit out and wash it and I'll look, it'll be like really strong and curly. I don't have to explain that to mm-hmm. a black man. But like I feel like just from my experience working with uh, less melanated people, <laughs> I just like every time you change your hair, it's a show or it's the oh my god it's a thing how did your hair grow 20 inches overnight it's like sis get the fuck out my face like <laughs> i'm not about to explain this to you unless you got a check for me because i don't have to <laughs> like you know oh, like I it's not that. my job to explain black hair to you or it's explain doctor, the science yeah. of it to you because you're still not going to get it right so it's like no or like when i get braids and they're like so how is it attached to your head like these are just conversations i don't want to have i don't want to have to explain explain to my boo of the moment that mm-hmm. he can't touch my braids or I have an attitude because my twist out didn't come out right like <laughs> shit like that I've met a lot of men who just like fetishize black women on especially on tinder and whatnot and it's mm-hmm. like I'm looking for a black queen and I'm like okay yeah swipe left because you are not <laughs> the one I want and I call it a day but I, I want to open myself up but like my guard is very high yeah to shit like that I think maybe I'll do like a blind date with somebody and and see how it goes hopefully it's I, not bad I've dated um a couple guys. Oh my off. god, how was it? <laughs> <laughs> I dated a couple like a uh, uh, races, like a race. I don't know how to, the right word to say that, way to say that, but um, ethnicities. Eth- yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> the politically correct word. Yes, that's very. <laughs> so one of my Tinder dates was white, mm-hmm. and um, it started off cool. It, the thing that was interesting about Tinder is that when I first moved here, I was doing the whole blogging and like hip hop writing mm-hmm. and all that, and 
It seemed that every person I met on Tinder was like in the industry and I was just like, what Me the too. fuck is happening? Like, do you guys know that I'm doing this or like, so I'm, I don't know what the, but so anyways, this white guy I was dating, he ended up being a, ra- a rapper. Oh God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh my god! I gave up rappers for 2017. Yo, I was like, I just, rappers I love myself so much now that I won't date Not even any more rappers. Even no, waste your time. No. Like. No. So many people that, so many women in industry actually uh, came to that conclusion. Not mm-hmm. too long. You really like just the level of self confidence I have now. I refuse to date another rapper. I don't mm-hmm. care. Like I'm not doing it. But um, he was cool. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, I started getting the vibes of the whole fetishizing and like. And I just like kind of stopped. Like we were like fake friends and stuff for a while. But mm-hmm. I mean, he was a good person. Like he's still a great person. I'm saying like he died or something. But like <laughs> he's a great person and stuff. But he's just not for me. That. So I have a question. So would you um, date other men of color? You yeah, I've dated um, Hispanic men, but like Hispanic men is a whole different kind of ball <laughs> game of racism. Honestly, word. Like, my friend was Yo. telling me yesterday, like she dated this guy who's Puerto Rican, and he's like lighter skin, and she's um, dark skin, and she was like, "Yeah, I used to, I liked him, but whenever I would go to his house, his dad would make like black jokes." all the time and his mom would be like oh yeah you know just pay it no mind and then she was like yeah no i can't not pay that mind Mm -hmm. so it's like i've met a lot of hispanic men who will be like so what are you mixed with are you sure you're not mixed with anything so he could tell his parents yeah so like so you can comfort your racist grandma like i'm not doing that i feel like that's something that we're gonna have to deal with dating anyone outside that's not black Mm -hmm. like no matter what even if they're a different person of color, like Indian, Spanish, Asian, like we're going to always have to deal with that when it comes to the family, at least. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like I can't pretend to be somebody I'm not, right. especially like of another race to to comfort you and your family. I'm too reckless right now to be doing that because like, right, like I just got me. here. Like, like the point that I'm at right now in my <laughs> life, I just got here like self-love, right. full of confidence, all this shit. And you want me to pretend like I'm mixed for your grandma. <laughs> So nah. I can go make out with you in, <laughs> in peace. Like, no. <laughs> Come on, son. Just so there's to... a lot of that. And, like, this one guy, he was Dominican, and he was like, yeah, you're, like, the darkest girl I've ever talked to. And I'm I'm brown skin. And I'm like, okay. Cool. cool story. Yeah, like, I don't know what to tell you. He was like, are you sure you're not mixed? Because, like, I do, like, twist outs or something, and my twist out will come out fire. And he's right. like, and you do are your, you sure? Your hair do be popping. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. them girls like be sometimes, on Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's just not. And I'm like, yeah, damn. But, yeah, he was just like, are you sure you're not mixed? And I'm like, yeah, I can't do this anymore because you're not about to question my ethnicity every time. Every time. Yeah. So no. what are some do's and don'ts when it comes to, like, when you're on a date, mm-hmm. what are some things, some turn-offs and some turn-ons? Turn-offs is definitely how you speak to um, the wait staff. Definitely, definitely. Because, like, if we're ever going out on a date, we're going to eat. Because I like to eat. <laughs> so it's like I'm paying attention to how you're speaking to the waiter, the waitress, the bartender, or whatever. This one guy I went out with, like, we went to this really nice ramen restaurant, and it was, like, super nice but it was empty mm-hmm. and like the bartender there was only one person working for whatever reason the bartender went to the bar to make a drink and he was ready to order and like instead of saying excuse me like he lifted up his finger he was like yo and i was like oh my fucking god no he didn't just do that here and i was like oh my god all these white people are here what are you doing and i like cringed at that like that really got on my nerves 
another said, yeah he was like yo i was like oh my god over bro. here <laughs> bro i was like he will come back just wait oh my god but like another don't like i will never date a whole tap i made the mistake of going on a date to the brooklyn museum can with you this explain hotep. what a hotep is i actually just recently learned this girl okay so a hotep is like one of those men who is like fake woke <laughs> because there's a difference between being woke and like fake woke so he's like a homophobe he's a misogynist on the low he calls you queen to separate you from the other women right. who won't talk to him um, they wear bad jeans, like really <laughs> bad jeans. Like this kid wore very bad jeans, but like I fucked with him cause he looked like Nas and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I like your face. <laughs> and that's when I just went on a date with him and we went to the Brooklyn museum and he was like, so enlighten me. And I was like, excuse me? He was like, you know, enlighten me because I'm unlearning a whole bunch of things right now. So I need you to enlighten me on your life and what you like. What's your religion? What's your culture? What's your ethnicity? Because are you just black, black? Or are you like black and Asian or black and something else? Because, you know, you could be black and Asian. And I'm like get me the fuck out of here <laughs> and he was like you know because you know Brooklyn Museum has a lot of beautiful art so yeah. like I think we were in a section or it was a time where it was like a Greek art exhibit he was like I don't want to see any art from the white man the oppressor I want to see the black Egyptian art let's go see the black Egyptian art queen and I'm like oh my fucking god I will never <laughs> do that again so I know hoteps and <laughs> I don't I won't take out anybody who doesn't know how to act in public so a couple of dudes. I think that paying attention to what somebody is interested in is very important. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I went to a sex museum with this guy. And I was like, oh, that would be a date? A- yeah, as a date. I was like, oh, that would be fun, you know. It's fun in the sex museum. And then you're also breaking outside of your uh, awkwardness mm-hmm. because it's like everything is up front. Right. So it's like whatever. But I enjoyed the date, but he didn't. And that was something that I didn't pay attention to until after the fact. Mm -hmm. So paying attention to what somebody likes or doesn't like, that's important. So... And li- yeah. yeah, listening. I'm gonna say yes, listening. Isn't is that crazy? How something like so like little as listening can make a big a big Isn't difference. It? On and that's the thing because people don't listen. People don't listen. People don't read. People don't listen. And that's the most important thing now. And so. if you do those little things, like yeah, you know, like read. That's important. Yeah, we do need to read more, and that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's one of my goals. Just for back to the basics. Yes. 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 And we need to go back to the basics with dating, too, I mm-hmm. feel. Somebody need to write me a love letter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still upset about that. Yeah. But um, before we go into the next segment, um, is there anything else you want to say about dating in New York City? Uh, what are like? What are some things that you hope would change or, like, I don't know, last little words on it? Mm. Do you have a really bad uh, date experience? Outside of that whole tub date, not really. No. Because, like, I I try to only go out on dates on, with men that I already know. Mm-hmm. I, like, either like or I feel something for or I feel the urge that I want to get to know them better. Right. It was only, like, recently that I was, like, dating guys just because they asked me out. Mm-hmm. But then I have to remind myself that I don't owe anybody anything. Yes. And just because yes. you're nice to me or just because you're... I don't, yeah, just, yeah, just because you treat me with common sense doesn't mean I owe you, you a date. You're supposed to treat people like that anyway. Right, right. And, and we don't think like that. We're like, oh, my God, he's really nice. I should let him take me on a date because he acts. And I'm because just we're like, so used to also like dealing with all these all these people. Who I think we're us, used like, to settling. 
And I'm just at the point in my life where I don't want to settle for anything, not a, a job, not in friendships, and definitely not in dating. So it's like, okay, you treat me nice. You're a very nice guy. But if I don't feel it for you, I just don't. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It is so okay. that's that's where I'm at in my life now. And you, you sound like you're gonna have a very happy life. I with, hope so. With those standards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it gets a little lonely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> stay strong. Girl. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be good on the long haul. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's what I keep telling myself. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you know, and then you have to cool. remind yourself like. Just because you like somebody doesn't mean they're gonna feel the same way. So I like I apply, myself yes, that. I apply I that with guys that. I go out of my way for. So I'm like, all right, I I'm never the the shot shooter. So when I do, I'm like, okay, so things are gonna work out in my favor. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not like that, and right. that's okay. We just have to remember that as well. Yeah, and you gotta remember that you steal the shit even if they don't. Yeah, like it's, it's not it, me. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just not. It's just not meant for us. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, y'all, so let's go ahead and go into the lemonade pick of the week. And this week is going to go to the beautiful, the lovely Viola Davis. Woo! Yay! <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. Do you watch, um, really quick, do you watch uh, How to Get Away with Murder? Of course I do. Yo, okay, I just finished it. Mm-hmm. And I'm so pissed that old girl's dad killed Wes. Oh, hold on. No, I wasn't there. Holy shit! I'm so sad. Oh, I'm, sad <laughs> I, I'm so happy I said old girl, so now you don't know who I'm oh talking about. Oh, my God, about. it was probably um the, the pregnant girl, wasn't I it? I don't know. Oh, now don't you don't know. know. <laughs> now you don't know. <laughs> okay, so now I have to fucking finish it. Yo, because yeah, I, was I was stressed. I'm like, I'm about to fight oh her. Oh, my God. But so I love sorry. Viola Davis. Yes. Especially on that show. Like, she's breaking boundaries. Yeah, like, she's doing she's so She's on there with her natural hair, taking off her wig. She and snatched like, her wig off on do camera. Do you know how many times I've watched Scandal and Olivia Pope gets into bed without a scarf and she wakes up with her hair looking fine? I'm like, yo, that's not real life. Unrealistic. So when I saw Viola Davis take off her wig on TV, I'm like, yes, sis. That's it, right? there yeah. i'm gonna watch this every week <laughs> <laughs> i love her and con- um, congrats to winning best supporting actress at the oscars and um she added to her collection because she already had an emmy and a tony so now she has emmy tony yeah, she's and winning. oscar it's a good year trifecta for her. yeah and she's um also was listed as harvard's 2017 artist of the year so viola davis thank you for representing black girls like me everywhere you yes, are thanks for holding it down yes girl you are the one um so the last um segment is mm-hmm. uh, to love a black woman so jordan you could say something that you love about being a black woman something mm-hmm. that you love about a black woman in particular or what you love about black women in general you know what i love about being a black woman like it really warms my heart like how we pick out our hairstyles based <laughs> on the seasons like i said something to somebody like oh i can't wait till summer comes so i can switch up my hair and she was like girl me too i was like <laughs> okay yes like we really do this like in the winter time we're using protective styles right. and in the summertime we out here we free our hair is usually some different color it's never black and it's like i just love how we're always on the same page i don't know if that's embedded in us but like every season is something else with us and that's what i love we're always evolving and always changing right and i love how beautiful we look in the summer like that's why i can't wait till this winter changes so i can get my glow on Yo. like <laughs> like i i drench myself in coconut oil in the summer and then i'll like get off the train like stops early and i'll walk to wherever i'm going so i can just have a nice glow by the time i pop up like i i just love everything about being a black woman and it just took me so long to get to this point and now right. that i'm now that I'm 25, I'm, like, living in this. Okay, I have one more question, and then we're going to really, like, stop. Okay. Okay. Um, 
I remember you saying, like, the, you kind of opened with this. Uh, you were saying how basically dudes be trying to holler at girls and they already have a whole girlfriend at home. Mm-hmm. Or most people break up with their girlfriends, and I, I'm using, like, air quotes, mm-hmm. because it's like, yeah, they've broken up, but it's like they've broken up yesterday, mm-hmm. and now they're on a the prowl. So technically they're still in a relationship. So, like, and you just said that you just got out of a relationship. So how long after you've gotten out of a relationship do you usually start dating again? I don't do it until um, I'm completely over the person. Okay. And yeah, that's, I that varies, right? That's Yeah. I can't do that. Um, like, I tried. That's how dating in NYC came about because I broke up. My boyfriend and I broke up, like, maybe October or November of 2015. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, right before the year was changing or whatever. And, like, two weeks later, he got a new girlfriend. And I was like, okay, so you are doing that, which means you were dating her while you were dating me, so I can go do the same thing. And it's like you're trying to replace somebody that you're not over, and that's how you end up meeting the same kind of person in right. different bodies. And that that in itself is exhausting because mm-hmm. it's like you're thinking about you. You're like, okay, so what's wrong with me that I keep meeting guys with girlfriends or that I keep meeting guys who lie? What is it about me? And I, I'm the kind of person who's very emotional, so I have to reflect and go inward before I start dating again. So whenever we break up, I take maybe, I take a few months maybe. It's really until I get the feeling of butterflies again that I start going out and dating. So whenever that feeling comes, then that's when I do it. But the last one, I had to like, I was just like, okay. You're cute. You have nice teeth. Here's my number. <laughs> like, your hairline is straight and strong. Here's my number. And I was doing that, like, every every weekend because I would go out every single weekend from Thursday to Sunday every time. And I was just meeting so many men. It was like, I don't even remember what you look like. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yo, send me a pic because I don't know what you look like. And I'm like, you send you yeah. send that and they send you a pic? Yeah. Some guy sent me three pictures and a video one time. And I was like, like I had to read back the text message. I was like, who am I even? Since when do I ask people to send me a pic? <laughs> like, who the fuck am I? I wouldn't even I? respond to that. Like, yeah, oh, and okay. that's when I was like, okay, you need to work your shit out. <laughs> and my friends were like, yeah, every time I see you, there's another guy hanging off of you. You need to work this out. I don't know what you're going through, but get it together. <laughs> so that's how I just kind of went inward. But when you try to replace somebody instead of getting over mm-hmm. You you turn into this quote unquote savage, and it's not really a savage because you're just walking around being a hurt girl. Right. So it's like mm-hmm. you have to get over somebody, and you have to take as long as you need to. Right. Exactly. Say that one more time. You have to take as long as you need to. Yeah. Because when you try to rush it, then you're really fucking stuff up, and then and you're wasting even more time. You're blocking blessings, and then you're fucking other people up in the process. Exactly. So it's like I don't want to be that kind of person, and I know that's not the kind of person I am. So. I just had to take my time. I took maybe like three months after I um, started just meeting guys back to back to back. And I was just like, okay, so what's the issue? What did I miss about my last relationship that I'm not doing for myself? Mm -hmm. And I just reflected and did all those things he did for me for myself. And it was like simple shit. Like give myself compliments right now. Yeah. Like (laughs) give myself compliments or like I'll take myself out on dates now. And so now I'm at this place where I do all these things that I had a man do for me mm-hmm. that if you can't match that, I'm not even connected with you. Right. I don't even 
like what am I gonna do with you right you know? yeah so and I feel like I'm I'm there as well uh-huh. but that I think makes dating even more complicated it does it does because like somebody would be like oh you're beautiful and before I used and to that's be like nothing yeah before I used to be like oh my god thank you so much he called me beautiful and now I'm just like I know tell me something else yeah, yeah, tell me something I don't know yeah like, I'm like <laughs> oh your hair looks really good I'm like yeah I know I, I did this for up. three hours last <laughs> night so uh, you could tell me something else <laughs> but no but I do like being called beautiful and stuff but it's just like mm-hmm. just know that that's not gonna get you where right. you wanna go I used to rely on that so it's like the first guy who ever called me beautiful was the guy I went on the first date with. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, no guy has ever called me beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, like when we finished or broke <laughs> up, he was like, well, I know you're beautiful and you're smart and, you know, you you like hip hop and you know so much things about samples and blah, blah, blah. I'm <laughs> like, all that shit is in a Twitter bio, bro. Like, <laughs> what can you tell me about these years I've given to you that you know about Yo, me? So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it, it, that's self-love right there, just right, knowing your worth. That's beautiful, though. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. And the fact that you said that, like, basically, whatever you was looking for in that relationship, like, you find that and do it for yourself. Yeah, I got that from Hey Fran, Hey. And yo, that sounds like some shit. Yes. Okay, okay. I was like, yo, it sound like I heard this before. Yeah, I got that like, from her. She was, was like, oh, you have to go inward. I love her, but, like, so me and hard. her are, like, the same kind of fucking Oh, person. my goodness. So yeah. you listen to The Friend Zone. Hell faithfully, yeah. right? Yeah, that was one of the things that helped me through my breakup. I love The Friend Zone. Like, mm-hmm. Friend Zone helped me through a lot of shit. It helped yeah. me through, like, it wasn't a breakup. It was, like, some fuckboy type shit. And uh-huh. it helped me through that shit. And I was just, and it's helping me with life and, like, career goals. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like there's a Bible. Friend Zone episode for anything that you're going through. Any. Which is what any. I fuck with. It was, like, Yeah. And that's, uh, I was going to drop a Hey Friend Head quote. Um, we were talking about, I think, uh, but like, um, I was going to say that I posted on my Instagram too, actually. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my mind be going, so I know I'd be <laughs> jumping, but like, um, the quote was, leave people better than you found them. So, right. so you were saying that um, be, you going into savage mode or something mm-hmm. like that, that you'll just be fucking up everybody else, so take the right, time yeah. you need. So I was going to drop that there, but I was like, let me chill. But, <laughs> all right, since we dropping, hey, friend, hey. Yeah, you know, hey, friend, hey. I love her. She's like my, my therapist, and she don't even know it. Like, she's up in Harlem with you. Have you met her? No, I've I've seen her at Afropunk, but my thing is, like, because I'm from New York, you see, like, celebrities or famous people all the time. It's like... She's doing stuff. I don't want to bother her. So, like, I saw her, Dustin and Asante at Afropunk, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, and, like, I made the face and stuff, and I looked at um, Dustin, and he was like, what's up? And I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You're so funny in the morning on the train. <laughs> like, yeah, They but, are my favorite podcast. Yeah, they're, like, a gem. Yes. Um, well, where can they find you at, Jordan? And thank you again for doing this. Oh, I appreciate course. everything. I, I love when people interview me because I'm always <laughs> interviewing people. Like, that's my job. So it's like I love when people interview me. But you can find me at uh, Life with Jordan. That's L-I-F-E-W-I-T-H-J-R-D-N on everything. Mm-hmm. It's the same on everything. Twitter, I'm very... Uh, open and expressive and weird on twitter so don't expect anything <laughs> special uh instagram is the same uh, and also like list everything else that you do because you are a woman oh. of many trades like yeah yeah i feel like you have to be a woman of trades to work in media and whatnot right. so um i am a where do i start i'm a blogger i write um my blog is lifewithjordan.com same as everything else um I write about hip-hop for a couple of sites. I'm a freelancer. You know, if you want to pay me for anything, hit me up. <laughs> for anything. Um, yeah, for anything. Besides um, sex. 
don't do that yeah 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 we won't do that today <laughs> maybe next week when i have to pay my phone bill but not today um i do concert photography uh my concert photography page is by jordan that's j-r-d-n at tumblr well dot tumblr.com i'm teaching myself how to do photoshop nice. um i do social media as well for different companies and mm. i'm out here and All i'm right. a podcaster too <laughs> <laughs> again you are appreciated thank and you listeners you are appreciated as well um thank you guys for tuning in every other tuesdays and for rocking with me non-stop i fucked with y'all bye